The Freedom Convoy is mainstream, and it is uniting Canadians regardless of what Justin Trudeau or his cheerleaders in the legacy media have to say about it. I'm Kenneth Malcolm, and this is The Kenneth Malcolm Show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Now, I was originally going to talk about something else today. I had a different show planned. I had a different script all planned out. I was going to talk about China. I was going to talk about the Conservatives and Aaron O'Toole. But I think that this story is just too important to let go. This Freedom Convoy, Freedom Rally that is going to be happening in Ottawa this weekend is picking up so much steam. It's growing. There's so much momentum. It is so exciting. It is so positive that I want to focus another day of the show on it and give you an update of what is happening and what is going on with this Freedom convoy. Now, let me just tell you, it is incredibly heartwarming to see this uprising, to see these good-hearted, wonderful Canadian people coming together, the unity, the passion, the belief in a better and more free Canada. Now, the media will continue to mislead you. They'll continue to try to spin and try to tell you a story that just isn't true. They'll say that this is an angry mob, that these people are angry and resentful. They'll say that these working-class truckers are part of some far-right ideology, that this is a political movement and that they are extreme. But look, this is so far from the truth that it doesn't even sting. It just slides right off because the accusations are so far from the truth. Anybody paying attention, anybody watching the videos that are being streamed all over social media, the beautiful uplifting message that's coming from this trucker convoy, they can tell that this isn't an angry movement. This isn't a fringe movement. This is a movement full of hope, full of courage, full of positivity and optimism for our future. These courageous Canadians are speaking for so many of us and so many people are coming out and rallying around these wonderful people. They are triumphing over evil, over evil policies. And everybody that you see is happy. They're cheerful. They're positive. They're delightful. They're, they're not anything like the caricature that the media is trying to give you about these individuals. Now, just look at the footage for yourself, okay? For me, when I see this footage, it gives me goosebumps to see these proud, good-hearted, well-meaning Canadians, the ones that are driving the trucks, the ones that are supporting the truck drivers, the ones that have reached into their pockets to donate, the ones that have organized. This is an incredibly well-organized, well-put-together event, just the logistics. If you look on their website, you see maps and you see timetables and you, and you see everything laid out. You can tell that these truckers are very professional, very organized, and they're putting that organizational skills to use here with this incredible rally. It is is just so heartwarming to see the freeways, the cold, frigid winter freeways in Canada filled with people, thousands upon thousands of people with their signs, with their flags, waving the beautiful maple leaf and, and cheering on these truckers who are finally doing what we should have all done a long time ago. Now look, Canadians are nice, we're good-hearted people, we work hard, we play by the rules. In fact, we're nice and we're rule-oriented to a fault. For over two years now, for over two years now, I have watched in disbelief as our governments have amassed more and more power, they've spent more and more money, they've implemented more absurd and contradictory rules, rules that punish children for a disease that hardly impacts them, rules that punish entrepreneurs and business owners and workers, the backbone of our economy, we are being punished. It punishes students and especially student athletes who have one shot, one opportunity to show their skill, prove themselves, have the opportunity to play in an elite level, perhaps get a scholarship that is all being thrown away. And we're punishing blue collar workers who, who don't have the opportunity, don't have the luxury to work from home. 
all of those people are being punished and for what? Well, in response, Canadians have sort of just gone along with it. We've, we've listened to the so-called experts, the experts that are so narrowly focused on preventing one health concern while completely being oblivious and turning a blind eye and ignoring incredibly important health concerns that are just not being addressed at all. We, we continued though to do what we were told. We played by the rules. We did everything we were asked, even when the rules ceased to make sense, when the rules ceased to be based on the latest science. Now, I, I just want to restate this because I think it is so important. I wrote a column over at True North. You can see it. It's pinned to my Twitter profile. It is called Canada Lost the Plot on the Vaccine Mandates. And it's just so important to discuss and, and dissect because the entire rationale and the entire purpose of the vaccine mandates has been thrown out the window. It no longer applies. It was wrong to begin with and it has been proven utterly false. And I think it's so important to walk through that. So I'm going to do that right now. So so the purpose of the vaccines, the original purpose, we were told was to protect us from COVID. And the purpose of the man mandates was to encourage people to go out and get the vaccine, not just to protect themselves, but to protect everybody around you. We were told that people who don't get vaccinated were selfish, that they were putting other people at harm, that they potentially would kill people. And that was all based on the idea that getting vaccinated would stop the spread of COVID. That implies that both that vaccinated people were the only ones responsible for the spread of COVID, and also that once you were vaccinated, that you could no longer spread the disease and that you could no longer spread or contract COVID. But that's not true. That's simply not true. It is not true that only the unvaccinated can spread COVID. How many people do you know over Christmas who got COVID? And how many of them were fully vaccinated? I know so many people who are fully vaccinated who still got COVID. In, in my household alone, I told you that we all got COVID. Uh, we, one person got COVID. They're fully vaccinated. They got it from another person who is fully vaccinated. That person got it from another person who was fully vaccinated and so on and so on. Being vaccinated does not stop you from contracting or spreading COVID full stop. Vaccines may protect you, but they don't protect those around you, as we were originally told. They do not stop the spread. And this is especially true with Omicron. Omicron has just thrown this all out the window, shown how absurd the policies were, because frankly, we knew this before. We knew this with Delta, but Omicron made it so much more obvious. Omicron doesn't seem to care whether you are vaccinated or not. It doesn't. So look, the facts have changed, the science changed, but our politicians have not changed. They've not adapted. They're continuing to push us down the same line of thinking with the same rationale, the same justification. They're digging in their heels and they're doubling down on a failed and inaccurate and frankly illiberal policy. This is so worth emphasizing and so worth stressing. They are not in the right. They're not on solid ground. Their entire rationale is built on faulty logic and not science. It is not science regardless of what Justin Trudeau has to say. Vaccinations do not stop the spread of COVID. Vaccines do not protect anybody but the person being vaccinated. Even that is now being called into question given how ineffective the vaccines are at stopping people from getting Omicron. Okay, so... Now that we have that out, the justification for the mandate no longer applies. It was wrong. The rules were based on information that was false, information that has changed, information that no longer holds. So why isn't anybody asking Justin Trudeau about this? Why aren't the journalists questioning him? That is their job, after all. Their job is to ask these kind of basic questions to Justin Trudeau. Please explain the rationale behind the mandates. Do you believe that vaccine mandates stop the spread of COVID? Where is science? Where is the evidence that backs that up? Please, anybody. Can anybody ask the prime minister that? No, instead, it is so clear that the legacy media 
does not work for you. They don't work for the public. Instead, they work for the person that they're asking questions of. They work for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. So instead of asking the most obvious and important questions, instead, they parrot his divisive talking points. They pretend that the Freedom Convoy is filled with dangerous extremists who are coming to Ottawa to what? Inflict violence and spread this disease. They echo Justin Trudeau's delusional thinking. So this is what Justin Trudeau had to say about the Freedom Convoy. This is what he thinks about you, and this is how little he thinks about these issues. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. So he says, so first he says your views are unacceptable, simply unacceptable. He doesn't explain how or why. He doesn't explain why he continues to think the vaccine mandates work, even though they clearly don't. And he just writes you off. He says that you are a small fringe minority, hardly even worth his time. He thinks that you are a nobody. He thinks that you're minuscule. He thinks that you are unimportant. Somebody who doesn't even deserve the basic charter rights supposedly guaranteed to all people in the country. Well, right on cue, his loyal band of journalists have jumped right in, doing everything in their power to delegitimize this powerful and growing movement. They echo these claims. They say that you're fringe. They say that you are far right. They even call you racist. And believe it or not, they are even calling you terrorists. Yes, they even found some expert to tell Canadians not to donate to this cause because it is akin to funding domestic terrorism and that you could be charged if you fund this group. How absolutely ridiculous. Terrorists. They're calling you terrorists. They're calling the blue collar heroes, the, the courageous people who are saying enough is enough, standing up and speaking for all Canadians. And the media look down their nose and have the gall to call you a terrorist. It's unbelievable. All for the crime of standing up to government overreach. All for the crime of saying enough is enough and using a charter protected right to peaceful protest. Well, that's too much for the legacy media and they are busy trying to delegitimize you at any chance they get. Well, the great Theo Fleury, an NHL superstar, Stanley Cup champion, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, just an incredible person all around. He went on Fox News and he described it perfectly. I love what Theo Flurry has to say here. So I'm going to play this clip. Here he is with Laura Ingram over on Fox News saying it beautifully. Basically, for the last two years, we've had a prime minister who has a vaccine derangement syndrome where he, every day he stands up at the stump and that's all he talks about. He doesn't talk about the economy. He doesn't talk about the supply chain. He doesn't talk about, you know, us losing our rights, lockdowns, nothing. It's, it's just straight vaccines. But what's happening, Laura, is right now in Canada, we have one of the biggest revolutions happening. And you probably haven't heard about it because nobody's talking about it. But uh, right now there's 50,000 truckers and about 1.4 million people headed to the parliament in Ottawa. And they're going to stay there until Trudeau resigns or they give us back all of our freedoms and rights. You know, when you separate people, it's easy to, you know, to uh, create power through separation. But, uh, but like I said, what we're seeing in the country right now with these truckers and it, it Honestly, it has ignited 
the whole entire uh, country of Canada. Uh, even I, uh, you know, big tough hockey player, have uh, you know shed a few tears because uh, I haven't seen my country this behind something and this excited about something in a very, very, very long time. So, so hopefully, it takes a lot to you know, some, yeah. It, Theo, it takes a lot to get the Canadians angry. I mean, it's like the Minnesota <laughs> nice. Ever. And if Minnesota is nice, Canada is like jubilant all the time because they just, that's not yeah. a, it's not a protest culture in Canada. Right. Well, that, that's the thing is in Canada, you know, we're considered really nice and, and all these things. But the thing about Canadians is eventually, you know, our fuse, our long, long fuse um, burns out. And that's where we are in the country. And this is a warning to Americans who are sitting by idly, who say, I can't fight, I'm too scared. Your message to them is you have no other choice but to stand and speak the truth on this. And we really appreciate your voice. And we wish uh, all the truckers, everyone supporting them on this supply chain issue and all the rest, the best of luck. Thank you. It is a revolution. And look, this is right. Canadians went along for long enough. We went along for too long. We were complacent and rule-abiding for too long. We we're complacent and rule-abiding to a fault. And we have finally hit our breaking point. As Theo Fleury correctly described it, Canadians have a very long fuse. And that's what we've seen over the last two years. We've seen that very, very long fuse. But once you hit a breaking point, once that fuse finally blows, we'll watch out watch out. I love that. And I love that we are seeing this all play out in real time. We're no longer docile. We're no longer a complacent country. We are coming together. We are uniting behind the positivity of this movement, the hope, the courage, the, the ideals of this country, the ideals of freedom, opportunity, the restrictions of government, the idea of community, we're all coming together and we are demanding that our voice be heard. Regardless of how much elites like Justin Trudeau and his friends in the media want to write you off, the people are coming together and they are saying, no, you must take us seriously. Just by sheer number, by sheer number of people who are coming to Ottawa, who are going to be on Parliament Hill, using their peaceful voice, using the right to a peaceful protest, the, the, the elites are going to have to listen. They're going to have to listen. They're going to have to have a day of reckoning. It is coming. It is two days away, folks. Saturday. I cannot wait. So it doesn't matter what our unhinged prime minister has to say. It doesn't matter what his irrelevant cheerleaders in the media have to say because nobody is listening to them. People are getting their news straight from the source. They're getting their message straight from social media, the Freedom Convoy again. They continue to grow. They're incredibly well organized, incredibly well funded thanks to all of the good people who reached into their pocket, donated what they could, to support these blue-collar heroes. And the points that they're making, they're eminently reasonable. They're eminently reasonable and they're eminently true. And so we see this beautiful, well-coordinated issue. The images that they're putting out there are so positive, so hopeful. Again, beautiful. It brings a tear to your eye to see people out in the, out on the highways waving those Canadian flags, cheering on the truckers, the signs, the hope, the, the just the positivity. Again, it's so overwhelming. It is so beautiful to see. Just go on over to their Facebook page or their Instagram page, Freedom Convoy 2022. Do what you can. Reach into your pocket and support these people. Uh, don't listen to the nonsense and the complete insanity over in the legacy media who try to tell you that these are terrorists and that somehow you could get charged for, for funding terrorism. That is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And it is absolutely nonsense. God bless these truckers. God bless everyone who is supporting them. We Canadians are finally coming together and it is so good to see. And we here at True North will be giving you wall to wall to wall coverage 
all weekend long. Here's to freedom and hopefully here's to getting our lives back. I'm Candace Malcolm and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.